Good afternoon. Thank you for your attendance. I'd like to thank Jay Martin and the crew at Cambridge House for putting together such a great event. I've been coming for years on both sides of the table. I uh, also wanted to say a special thank you to the CSC. Uh, they are definitely a, a stock exchange that understands the challenges of a microcap company. Their support has been amazing. Uh, we are a newly listed company on the CSC. We started trading at the end of September. Our ticker is ITKO, I for IDO and TKO for Champion. You've seen enough forward-looking statements. I don't think I need to cover that one. We have two gold projects and four cobalt projects all in the state of Idaho. We are Idaho-focused. We believe that Idaho today is where Nevada was 30 years ago. It is very, very much minimally endowed, and it's just a matter of now people coming in and doing modern-day exploration. There's been significant money spent in, in, this, in the state. It's been continuously mining since the 1860s, and the, the big area that everybody would probably be most familiar with is the Silver Valley. Our flagship project is the Banner Project. Uh, we also have the Champagne, which is a second gold project, and then we have four cobalt projects in the Idaho Cobalt Belt, and we're one of the largest landholders in the Idaho Cobalt Belt. Why Champion and why Idaho? Idaho is definitely open for business. When you have a governor of a state flying around with mining companies to New York and Toronto and Chicago to promote the state, it tells me they're open for business. We've had fantastic relationships with the BLM and the U.S. Forest Service, and they are very keen to see people come in and make discovery and spend money. Banner is a project that we bought in, in fall of 2016 from a family. The family had had it since 18, 1892. It is now five different distinct families that had ownership. Uh, the uh, patriarch in the 1920s put in 11 addicts, was, was pulling out two-thirds of an ounce of gold as well as silver. No modern exploration had been done on it. He passed away. There was a report done in 1946 by a professor at University of Idaho who used this as a teaching project for his students as they came back from the war. And he had done a, a number of sampling in the adits and on surface that gave us reason to look at it. I'll speak to Champagne and, and the Cobalt Belt in a moment. So here's where the banner is. We're three miles as the crow flies from Elk City. It's Elk City because there's more elk there than people. Uh, we, we just did our first drill program last summer into the fall. We completed our program end of October. We drilled 19 holes and we've made a discovery. It's in a very highly oxidized area. We averaged over 100 meters of oxidization, which will certainly help with the metallurgy. And in addition to that, uh, we purchased six claims to the north and it's given us an additional two kilometers of strike immediately to the north of our structure. So this is a Google image of Elk City. Our banner project you see there, the rectangle in white. There's a creek that you see flowing from to the, to the left of us. It's called Crooked Creek and it flows from south to north. As we were doing a global look for projects back in 2015-16, we had our geologists zoom in on Elk City and start doing research. The Crooked Creek, between 1860 and 1910, they literally mined a million and a half ounces of gold. Now, the, the exciting part for our geologists, and I'm not a geologist, so I'll, I'll speak on behalf of them, was it was all in a flake, which means the gold hadn't traveled far. As we started looking at the topography, our geologists became more and more convinced that that gold came up, we were the source of the gold that came into the streams. They still allow plaster mining one month a year in this area, and you'll still see guys out there with generators and little, little trailers for the month of July alluvially mining right along the Elk Creek uh, in the Crooked Creek area. These are some of the results from our exploration program. We had good intervals, good grade, and the further north we went, the better the grade was in the continuity. We believe that we have globally within the land package uh, uh, two distinct zones. We've made the discovery in the first zone, 
And, and you can see those, I'm gonna let the, those are highlighted. We also have hard copy at our booth, but uh, I'm not gonna go through each drill hole, but certainly you can see we've had good grade. You know. So this is the project area at Banner. We're planning to do a minimum of another 3,000 meters this spring. The yellow, the, the yellow area are the, are the, is the land package that we, we've just purchased. We use shares to, to buy those, and it gives us that two kilometers of strike to the north. And we already have a drill permit that we're just waiting for the government shutdown to uh, start up again so that we can then get that final permit. But we know we have the drill permit. We're wait, waiting for one last piece, and we expect to have that depending on when the shutdown starts, but certainly before we commence drilling in the spring. The Champagne Project, it's a past producing heap leach. It was one of the first heap leach projects in western U.S. BEMA had it in production in the late 80s, early 90s. They then moved their focus to South America. We believe there's a heavily enriched uh, epithermal system underneath, and this is a project that we picked up near Arco, so more to the southeast of, of where Banner is. We, we had a sample program happening there through December. It's been light with snow cover so far. We're going to continue doing a, a, a soil grid sample across there uh, in about two weeks' time. So we, we, we will be looking at potentially doing an IP program there as well this summer to then have drill targets to go in and drill that next year. But our spend and our focus is still on Banner, but this is our, our, our uh, I would say, our second project. Idaho Cobalt. I'm sure everybody's become familiar with the EV theme. I'm not going to go into that. What I will say is that we are one of the largest land package holders in the cobalt belt. We're uh, adjacent to US cobalt, which is now first cobalt. We're directly below E cobalt. We have historic work that's been done on the ground. Uh, and we are actively looking at actively advancing conversations on either an outright sale or joint venture. When we formed the company, we, we were focused on gold. People say, why cobalt? We, we want to have a life jacket should we not be successful with the Banner drill program. Now that we've been successful with Banner, we will monetize the cobalt so we have no dilution at the corporate level. We've, we did a uh, 500 sample across the, the three lower projects that you'll see at the bottom. We also have one at the top, and those, those samples will be going in the lab. They just finished that just before Christmas, so we'll be getting some results on that as well. Cobalt, I think the next producing cobalt mine in North America will be e-cobalt, and I think if you see the amount of activity in Lemai County, uh, you would agree. Uh, the, the agencies there have been very supportive. I think the, the, the people that worked in the different satellite offices were shocked last year when everybody had a land rush. A bunch of old ladies in the, in the uh, BLM office had never seen anything else, and it turned into a butcher shop. Everybody was there with their tickets waiting to get seen. We were fortunate, we bought this off a family of stakers who had had control of this ground for a long time, and this was, again, an acquisition we used shares for. I believe in having a report card and being accountable. And so this was our report card. On the left are the things that we said we were gonna do when we raised our money as a private company, and we've completed all the things that we said we were gonna do. On the right, you'll see notes. This is what we're gonna be doing in 2019. And when I'm back next year speaking, you'll see that I'll either have a check or an explanation as to why it hasn't been checked yet. But I think the biggest challenge you face as an investor, and I'm an investor in this space as well, is understanding what you're doing and how you're deploying your capital and how you're being held accountable to what you're saying you're going to do. This is our report card. And again, we have copies of that at the booth. This is what happens next. These are the things that we're going to be doing at each of the projects. Again, banners are focused, and that's where our majority of our spend will go. Cap table, we had just under 40 million shares out. Management owns 55% of that. We don't believe in 001 stock. We pay for our stock. We put 1.2 million US in as a management team. 
Our shareholders are our partners. The difference between them and us is we've agreed to a three-year lockup. The, the share count you see includes the transactions for the for the uh, cobalt as well as the Sally claims that were a part of the banner. So the very tight share structure. Uh, we have very good shareholders and, and we're, we're poised for expanding on our discovery and, and we believe that it's a great time to be in gold and it's an even better time to be in Idaho. Again, just re refreshing things. We've got the banner, the champagne, and our cobalt projects. Our geologist has worked in Idaho for the majority of his career. Elk City is a known mining camp. We have a, a Finnish company called Endo Mines, which bought a project called The Friday for 32 million US last May. They have a significant spend going on. That project's five miles south of us. They're building a mill. Uh, New Jersey Mining is also active in the state. You got Black Mammoth, or in, our, in Elk City, you got Black Mammoth. So there's a, a hub of activity in that camp, and we're excited to see other people coming in. It's a very depressed economic part of the state, and so the communities. We've tried to hire as many as we could. Our two young geos, the, our new grads from two universities in Idaho, our heavy equipment operators from Idaho, we bought our diesel in Elk Creek, uh, our, our field techs were from Idaho. We want Idaho to know that we're there to support the communities. And I think there's not enough junior exploration companies to do that. You can't do this by fly in, fly out. This is a very rural part of America. They're very conservative and they have to know that you're aligned with them. This is our board, Bruce Reed's my chairman. Uh, myself as President CEO and then Paul Fornazari. Uh, Don Sheldon actually just resigned uh, due to some conflicts. And that's my name, that's my cell number, my email. Happy to take any questions. We're booth 802. And again, our ticker symbol is ITKO on the CSE.